best uh best of bias you need the earful you should try us from pop culture to the movies to unite us it's the best uh best of bias the best of bias the best of bias you are now listening to the best of bias podcast with lydell de niro and hugo twilight What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of the Best of Bias Podcast, a Sunday's edition of Best of Bias Podcast. It's your boy, Lydell De Niro. You already know what it is. We got uh, Damo Lee in the building, of course. If you look to the left, you'll see him there, or the right, wherever AKA decides to put the video. But how are you doing today, Damo? How you doing? Good, good, man. Just doing a little bit of the weekend stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, got some home projects in the middle of uh, working on. Um and really like how they coming out, but nice. uh, also ready for this uh, football season. Oh, yeah. um, got some little basketball news, got some, you know, uh, some TV stuff. And uh, I think the sports is uh, at a nice little high right now. Um, yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting right into the apex of where all the sports are going at the same time. It's been a little lull. Uh, with basketball being over, it was just kind of baseball right now, a little bit of golf here and there. But we are getting to the crux of the, I call it the sports equinox, where everything is going at the same time. Hockey is coming back. Basketball is all coming back October 24th. Uh, we got three weeks until regular football starts. So it's a lot of stuff to talk about, little time to talk about it. So I don't want to waste you guys a Sunday, even though coming to this podcast is never a waste of a Sunday. But let's get right to it without further ado. NFL preseason, a couple of little highlights here. Alvin Kamara getting three games suspended uh, for his involvement in that fight over there at All-Star Weekend. I think it was for NBA All-Star Weekend when they were in Orlando. Or no, Vegas, actually. They are in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, they jumped this guy, him and his entourage. So he got, ended up getting three games. Um, do you think that three games was warranted? Do you think he deserved more? Uh, it's yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I mean, I it matters what they feel like really is gonna make a difference. Um, I don't think three games is gonna be like, oh, now let's not get into trouble like this. Well, I take that back. Three games in a football season is a lot different than any yeah. like other season. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, in a sense, for somebody like him, that could be shit, millions of dollars missing just three games. So yeah. if that equates to like that much, you know, heavily being suspended, then okay, I changed my mind. Yeah, three games for an NFL season. Um, I could see that for being like being good for an all like off season right. altercation for like, for like his incentives and stuff. It's kind of hard to, as a running back, maybe even reach that thousand yard threshold. If that's what you need for incentives with the three out of your 17 games gone. Or... Yeah. Cause somebody like him, that's almost like 300 plus or yards. Right. Yeah, so exactly. that's, that's a little bit, that's a lot to kind of catch up on if you miss something like that. Yeah, heavy fantasy implications as, as well. Um, you know, everybody thought you know, everybody drafts Alvin Kamara pretty early in the fantasy drafts. Um, he's going to kind of dra- fall drastically this year um, due to one him being suspended, and two them be- they have hella running backs on the team now. They have uh, Jamal Williams from uh, he played with the what the Lions and Packers, and then they have oh. a rookie they drafted, and they were bringing in uh, Kareem Hunt for 
um, an interview yep. and a tryout. Uh-huh. So who knows what's going to happen with that. So Alvin Kamara, one of the you know legends in fantasy football the last couple of years, may not be one of the guys you want to pick. But moving but, on to fantasy. But, okay, but he might be an interesting one. To pick because, up Yeah, right? Because now, like, he is going to miss those three games. But that doesn't mean he ain't Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, <laughs> he can come so, back so he that's gonna be interesting for fantasy because he's gonna fall to like he's gonna fall to an in, like a weird area of like yeah. all right well who's gonna pick him yeah and when because three games again isn't a lot yeah right I mean yeah. especially if it, it's gonna be very strategic I, I feel like it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes on a lot of different scales because. He is somebody who is still going to get you those points. Yeah. He, he almost scored like six touchdowns in a game once. Fantasy superstar. But anyways, moving Especially on. Especially PPR. Hearing, yeah, definitely. So I'm hearing bad things about Dak at camp. Always. I wanted to ask you personally how you felt about it. Like a bunch of interceptions at camp. People are going to camp personally. Uh, Sean McCoy going over there and saying it was bad. Um, the DBs are getting in his face. What's going on with Dak at camp? Man, I, I so let's just start off in saying I am a very realistic Cowboys fan. Hey, I'm yeah. not somebody who we suck at basically both ends of the spectrum. We suck at sucking <laughs> and we suck at being good. Like it's it's horrible when we're supposed to be good and we have all this talent, we still end up sucking basically but i i heavily think yes dak had a great like rookie season but i've never been the huge fan of dak because Mm -hmm. i watch all the games and he is just somebody who doesn't make the right play at that right time and that's why we had that little run with cooper rush when dak was hurt and everybody is like thinking like, oh, OK, he's quote unquote broccoli. Right. But it's we don't we have enough talent on the team that yeah. you don't need to have hella talent at quarterback. You literally just need to go out there, do your job, give our defense some time to rest, manage the clock and hit your weapons when you need to. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I never feel like, oh, Dak, yeah, he made the play that needed to be made and we won, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's always – and he always gets all these yards and garbage time and shit. Yeah. So, like, it's it's a hev- – he reminds me of, like, Anthony Davis kind of to where you're very talented, but you don't quite do what you need to do at the right times. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I, I I I don't know, man. Maybe it's the money and the expectations that are put on his shoulders. It kind of makes him kind of like a little bit more worrisome than you know a Cooper Rush that really has nothing to lose and can just let it fly and kind of just kind of it's I don't know, I don't know. They kind of when he got drafted, I kind of felt like he was a quarterback that his upside was there, but you never he he just hasn't reached that potential that he potentially could have he's kind of stuck in a rut to where you can see it to where it's possible, but he doesn't really, I don't know. know. We've given him so much. Exactly. That's the hard thing. So much leeway. 
it's like, come on, man. We put so much talent around you. And like now we have a now we're starting to build a defense. And if you can't get it done with a D like with our defense, bruh, come on. What yeah. are we doing here? Yeah, it's gonna get wild. Um, speaking uh, of like wildness and just the unknown, the Buccaneers are kind of in that situation. I will talk about my team real quick. Uh, these fools don't know who's going to be quarterback between Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield. Kyle Trask, we drafted him for like high second round to be the next coming of Tom Brady. Well, that's kind of a lot of pressure, but just to be the next quarterback to run our our franchise, and he he just can't beat up beat out Blaine Gabbert. He seems to be losing the competition to Baker Mayfield. Uh, May Baker Mayfield made a couple of throws last night in the game versus the Steelers that we lost in the preseason, but still, Baker Mayfield made some plays, was able to roll out and hit some wide-open receivers, something I felt Tom Brady wasn't really able to do with his stationary legs. But I, I just feel like maybe with this new offense, from with the new offensive coordinator, the guy from the Seattle Seahawks who made Geno Smith look good last year, can get in there and work with Baker. Hopefully he can make the offense look okay. What do you think? What do you think like Baker struggles with? I feel uh, like Baker is talented. He's a pretty good quarterback. I can't say he's like the smartest, but but like I can't pinpoint what it is that like I can be like, oh, he can work on this and he can become solid. I think he more so he panics a lot under pressure. I think a lot of the teams he's been on, he never had the best offensive lines. So he's always kind of gotten used to trying to do too much um, and extend plays when stuff breaks down. He got hurt doing that on the Browns. So I think ever since then, he's kind of been a little bit, uh, I don't know, gun shy and just kind of makes mistakes in those kind of moments where it matters for the team. Um, he had a little bit of life during the, when he was on the Rams for a little bit, won a couple of games there. He shouldn't have won, whooped the shit out of the Bucks, and, uh, won a Christmas game, I think, or some game around Christmas that he did hell it well, like four or five touchdowns. So, um, I would definitely trade in a Tom Brady Super Bowl if, if it were for the Cowboys. So yeah. And next year is a really good quarterback draft. So if he's bad, then fuck, who cares? If not, I'd be, I'd be okay with your quarterback or with your quarterback problems right now. Yeah. We just traded everything, got Tom Brady, won a quick Super Bowl, and then said, whatever. Fuck it. And it's kind of cool. He retired with us too. So we can still like wear his jerseys and still sell his jerseys as Buccaneers. It's kind of weird. Yeah. The new creamsicle jerseys, they still sell Tom Brady's up in the stores like he's still on the team but it's crazy yeah i mean that's tight though it is cool it's cool he has a legacy on the buccaneers if he wouldn't have won that super bowl they probably would have tried to wash that legacy away but since he did win the super bowl he claims us and we're still we up there you feel me and um, and you guys are the team that he can say oh like i did this like oh i won a super without bowl Belichick. without belichick and i was the first to win a super bowl in the stadium oh yeah i forgot about that but then it's funny because the Rams wanted to decide to go do it the next, <laughs> the next year. year. That's just crazy. Yeah. It's never been done, and then it's two years in a row. Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and then Russell Wilson tried to do the thing, and it just didn't happen for him. It, uh, it just didn't happen. No. Um, Nate Diaz versus Logan Paul. What'd you see? What'd you like? Oh man, it it, it them too. They're just entertainment. Uh, mm. I, I saw that. That match was uh, the highest, like, grossing boxing match um, compared to the first one, which was the freaking uh, what you call it? 
No, the uh, so all right, never mind. It's the number one bet on uh, uh which uh, like boxing event. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one was Ryan Garcia, yeah, Tank. Ryan Garcia and Tank, yeah, yeah, and those two broke records, but but they're just hey, <laughs> Nate Diaz is just pure comedy, yeah. He, if you're from the Bay, you like look at him and you lightweight or like. I know, I know fools like this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know niggas like this fool. But hey, I mean, he could, he's a dog. That's, that's one thing. He can go in there and fucking, he can be, fi- he can fight. He can just <laughs> leave, just getting rocked, but still leave to where he ain't, you know what I'm saying? He walking away. Yeah. I think it's more so that it's a boxing match and he knew that he can't really box as well as Jake Paul because he's out there just actually boxing, training the box and stuff like that. And MMA boxing and training to do everything all around is a little different, um, especially when you know how to score in boxing. Your stamina in boxing can be different. The rounds lengths are different. Um, and, and just the movement and just the way you have to be ready is different. I just felt like Jake was ready for that. That's why you saw him knock down Nate Diaz early. Um, but then you saw J- uh, Nate Diaz put some punches in on, get some punches in on Jake, but he wasn't able to turn over his, over his punches enough to where they would look like they hurt Jake at all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a, for a lot of MMA dudes, I feel like that's something that like groundwork and stuff like that is what helps them not be able uh like when they're trying to basically throw blows and they don't have no fucking oomph behind it that's when you kind of go to the groundwork exactly and you kind of get your like uh your endurance back up to where now you can actually throw punches that are actually going to do some damage. And the gloves um, are smaller. So you can, you have, you hit different, you know, when you have boxing gloves, you have to turn over your punches a little differently to make the punches actually effective. I mean, he was able to score points with those, but Jake was beating his ass so much in the boxing, the first couple of rounds, even though Nate was touching Jake up, it wasn't affecting him at all. You know what I mean? Well, and like the in the style of boxing versus MMA, like you have to always keep your hands up with your boxing gloves, which are heavier in kind of like a different way. But with MMA, like you can kind of like have your hands down and kind of like, you know, like (laughs) try and attack kind of like that. But boxing, you got to kind of keep your shit up like this at all times a little bit. And he was um, too busy taunting and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's what kind of made it more entertaining without the taunting and stuff Nate Diaz was doing, without the braggadocio-ness, yeah. if that's the word, of Nate Diaz, it would have been a, just a straight-up ass-whooping because, yeah, yeah. If that's he, not a word, we need to make it a word because I don't right. like that word. Yeah, this fool didn't work out. You can tell he didn't train or nothing, really. It was kind of just he wanted his money. He Just somebody with his personality, he can go in there and take that beating because he knows that, outside of boxing that Jake can't beat his ass. So in his mentality, he's like, whatever. MMA-wise, I think Anderson Silva gave Jake Paul a way better fight than Nate Diaz did. Yeah, because he's actually Uh, did boxing rounds or matches before, celebrity boxing matches and stuff like that. Well, for a minute, I thought thought Anderson Silva was about to catch Jake. a couple of those late rounds, he was like, he was pretty, he was in there. He was, yeah, uh, yeah. he was a little, he was a couple punches away from slipping Jake one for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I felt like Nate Diaz never, he never really had Jake on the ropes or like he never really had control. I felt like 
I, and I also I'm really interested to see if Jake does go MMA. Yeah, he's he gonna get his ass whooped. Yes, and I don't think he should do it. If he does, he shouldn't start with Nate because no, Nate will no, go no, and just no. yeah, he'll try yeah, to kill yeah. his ass in there, choke yeah. his out, hella, choke his ass yeah. out hella fast. So I, I mean, you're gonna no, you're gonna tarnish your legacy because now yeah. you're now you're trying to do something that like at least you you can say you're quote unquote a boxer. You know what I'm saying? Like you try unless he's been training for like yeah, five yeah, years the on the low, yeah. right? Like hey, like he's been MMA type shit, and yeah. this has been his rollout. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna kill the scene in boxing, but I really got some shit in the tuck. Yep, yep, watch. And I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to do MMA, (laughs) but I'm going to actually be raw at MMA as well. And maybe I can see him doing that. Yeah, for sure. Like, he's already kind of beefing with Dana White, saying he'll give the fighters more and more benefits if he was like, you know, if he was like the owner of their shit. And I think he's kind of doing that. Jake Paul, at first I thought it was kind of selfish of Jake Paul to kind of be just doing these fights and get people to watch. And they, they kind of seem like money grabs. But at the same time, as the fights get bigger and bigger, you can see that he has a promotion company. He's bringing other fighters along, putting them in positions to potentially go pro and things like that as well. And what do you know? Maybe he'll create his own league, his own MMA league, own boxing league, where he can be the commissioner. He's making so much goddamn money and give all the boxers benefits and take from other leagues like Liv and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? He could I, get I think, that big. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm, there's obviously a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but I think Jake Paul ain't like, he ain't that bad of a guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he gets tarnished by like his his legacy of how he first started of like the pranks and the videos and that type of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like over the years he's, I mean, shit, I don't know him, but I feel like he's kind of grown up and he's not this like, yeah, people hate him, but I feel like that's everybody nowadays. But I do feel like even though he does try to capitalize shit, he's not just out here trying to take advantage of people. Right. He's not out here just trying to like this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit, even people hate on this fool Mr. Beast. And he be, yeah. he be like, man, he does hella charity work. But yeah. then people like find the worst shit. Like, oh, he writes off certain things for doing shit for people like man who gives a fuck if everybody just, does that yeah right like oh y'all ain't talking shit when beyonce and jay-z like doing that type of shit yeah you know everybody does like, that every business business person does that if they don't they're messing up i mean they're fucking losing out yeah. on business perks that you could have for having a business yeah. um i was thinking the same thing though because jake personally again i thought he was just an asshole kid kind of doing whatever for shock value kind of a shock jock people that just kind of gets views off that kind of shit but once he started actually getting into his boxing shit it's like the what the fifth sixth boxing match he's already done he wants to be a boxer and i get it he's training you know what i'm saying he's not going out here embarrassing himself and losing he lost once to a, a a person that's been boxing for a while and you know tommy fury but it's at the same time, it's like, okay, like, it's fine. It just kind of shows every fight that he fights, he gets better and better. And it makes for whatever his actually ultimate goal is going to be. You know, it is what he, it is. And, what he it is. Does, and he doesn't go out there and just look foolish. Like, it it, it does look like a boxing match. He's not, yeah. like, winded. He's not fucking throwing, like, these haymakers or, you know what I'm saying? He's not doing all of that type of shit. He's right. actually out there and, like, boxing. So yeah. it's... It's entertaining. Uh, um, obviously, it's it is money grabs, but it there are 
it's a lot better than what it was before. Him exactly. Fighting Tyrone Woodley and like Nate Robinson and shit. Like, yeah. all right, we we had enough of that. Um, got to elevate the, it. To something yeah, these yeah. these are a lot. These are a lot better than that. So. Yeah. I feel like we're definitely on a better page. And hey, I mean, shit, I'll be watching them. I bet yeah. on three of them. And, <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I mean, if he has another one, I'm probably going to tune in. So I'm fucking, I forgot about my bets here. Oh, no. Irving. So I need, I'm like this fool, Cole Irving. He had four and a half. Uh, pitching out to put under. He's the last person on my slip. If I win, I get $225. Hey. Oh, but he got like three strikeouts right now. In the, I Did think you got to go fifth. under? Yeah, a four under, four and a half. Okay. So five kills me. All right. If it's the fifth, though. Yeah. Look, it, he's a starter. Yeah. We're getting close. You're looking good because that's six, that six, seven. All it takes is if you're a starter. Once you hit that fifth round or that fifth inning, talk about boxing or shit. That fifth, sixth inning, um, all it takes is a, a base hit here, another base hit there. And they're like, all right, all right. <laughs> you got to go. Bull has, he has four strikeouts now. Ooh. Oh, my God. One away. My slip's going to turn into pennies. But anyways, um, also Logan Paul is supposed to be fighting Din- Dylan Dennis next. So I don't know. Logan Paul has really been overshadowed when Jake started doing his own boxing thing. But his prime company is everywhere as far as promotion goes. Fucking UFC, fucking boxing matches. Whatever him and KSI did to get his business that big and to be on all these promotion spots, I need that secret. You know what I mean? And they've For been real. beefing too because supposedly Jake Paul's not promoting Logan Paul's fights or anything with Logan business-wise because he's partners with KSI who Logan Paul or Jake Paul hates. So they're kind of beefing right now. So that, Jake Paul hates KSI. Right. And Jake's How kind come? of... Well, I don't know. I think they're kind of like just YouTubers that are beefing with each other and they want to box Hold each on. other. So Logan and KSI... Are have, business partners. Are have prime the, together. the drink. Yeah. Okay. And Jake hates KSI, supposedly. And he okay. doesn't promote any of his business uh, endeavors or fights or anything. Because he's working with KSI. And Logan Paul is hella mad about that. And they got another fight on the most recent video. But I think it mm-hmm. all may build up into a fight between both of them, which would be kind of epic. I think. Who, KSI and... Or no, Logan and Jake. Let's mm-hmm. see, see, see them knock each other out. I think a lot of people will pay to see that. Yeah, but, for, uh... sure. for sure. <laughs> but moving on, speaking of getting knocked out, Tim Anderson. <laughs> not getting knocked out by uh, Young Ramirez. What, what was his first name? Man, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, uh, Vladimir? Ramirez? No. No. It's, uh, uh some, I think it's Jose. Jose Ramirez. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got, uh, he, some altercation at second base. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know why they were so frustrated, but Jose Ramirez got up from a slide, uh, slid in the second base. He was safe, I think. Or was he out? Was he safe? I don't know. Anyways, Tim Anderson tagged him uh and then they just all of a sudden started fighting gloves dropped they squared up um a little bit of separation but they threw a couple of blows early um i i don't i don't want to give him any slight but as as jose ramirez was getting pushed back he put his head down and threw this blow that was uh kind of crazy knocked him in the chin uh knocked tim anderson out uh it was kind of crazy because i haven't really seen any actual fights 
uh, in baseball actually happen. Usually, what? it seems just this. Well, the, well I've, I've seen it the Odor and uh, Batista one. I was gonna say there was somebody. There was a a player that was literally front row and center for both of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But hey, I'm not gonna lie. Like if you if you look and watch that fight, like yeah, Tim Anderson got slept, but you would have thought that. Tim Anderson knew how to fight more than uh, Jose Ramirez did. Jose Ramirez is like ducking and throwing haymakers, hoping to catch one. And like Tim Anderson is lightweight, like aiming at this fool's head, like trying to like throw blows and connect. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that's where like watching the fight, it sucked because all (laughs) Tim Anderson just needed one uppercut. Instead, he was trying to punch down, but he, all he needed was to come up with that shit, Ooh. and he would have snuffed Jose Ramirez. Definitely. Uh, watch it. If you watch it, watch it in slow-mo. I think it was like his third punch right before he got snuffed yeah uh he barely missed and if he would have came up jose's ramirez jose ramirez was right there um but yeah i I, it was a sloppy knockout yeah it didn't for no so the od the odor one um and batista one bro looked him in the eyes backed up and basically Hey, uh, what well, he ate that shit. He did, but he connected so well. You know, about, yes, bro. It, it, he might have slept somebody else. I feel like Batista's taking some. Uh, he's been <laughs> hit. You know, he's been in some fights, and yeah. he's got, he's got hit in the jaw a couple times, and so he wasn't getting snuffed. Tim Anderson, he looked like he ain't never been hitting a job before. Yeah, he got rocked and he was mad. Too. He was like, <laughs> "Fuck, I'm I'm about to go back out there and give him the business." And he couldn't even stand on his feet. He was like, "Guys, so that was, that was what crazy to me. Like, dude got dude got rocked, but like he was having trouble bringing it back. Yeah, like the fact that he was like." Woo! I, he must have got got, but like, yeah. bro, the that's crazy. When you're watching it, Jose Ramirez is, didn't even have like a closed fist. Like he like the lazy, just like yeah. bo- like kind of like down, throw yeah, yeah. Like I I caught you with this yeah. part of my hand and shit, but just square. You, it yep. happens. Yeah, that's Kid what happens. Music. So next time they they meet meet, yeah, it's gonna be kind of crazy to see. But yeah, man, it was pretty pretty epic. Another fight. Hey, I, I think people are getting thrown out. Yeah, because I know somebody's throwing at somebody, and that's what it is. Because mm. Tim Anderson, whoever whoever the pitcher is, Tim Anderson's gonna be like, nah, you have to throw. You have to. Throw yeah, at yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't right. have gone out there. You gotta throw at somebody. That's what it is. <laughs> It's gonna be so interesting. I love the beef. Um, next, Richard. Speaking of beef, my oof, my segues is going going pure right now. Richard Sherman joined to join Undisputed with uh, Skip Bayless as well as Rachel Nichols to mediate um, and a new Lil Wayne theme song for Undisputed coming back August twenty eighth. How do you feel about that? So Rachel Nichols told me mm-hmm. uh, they said Richard Sherman is going to be a uh like a periodic a part of a rotating uh, yeah yeah so 
Um, I do like the Sherman pickup, um, but I, I don't know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe he's going to be like basically the counterpart that Shannon was of like every episode, every day, all the time. Um, but from like what I've seen, I don't know. that Shannon and Skip had a sweet spot. I, Skip, uh, Skip doesn't argue with people well. Yeah. Um. And Richard Sherman, he they they're just gonna argue. Yeah. And, and, and I don't I think feel, Richard Sherman argues well at all. Yeah. He gets too like emotional with yeah. his arguments and and uh, bro, it it took it took them what like five seven years for Skip to like throw a sh- a personal shot. Yeah. at Shannon and Shannon still never threw a personal shot at Skip ever. Yeah. It it'll it I guarantee you Richard Sherman's throwing personal Takes five shots minutes. instantly. Yes. He are he's already taking personal yeah. shots from just their interviews that they've done previously. Yeah. On first so, take. People like that, I have a hard time thinking that they're they're good uh like debate analysts, right? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like so when Stephen A is doing like a monologue about something, he takes like personal shots. But I don't think Stephen A ever like he's never going to stoop to that level. I feel like of taking personal shots to somebody else unless they like do it right. Um, but even so, like people like JJ Reddick, like the the back and forth. There's a level of like knowing kind of like your place in a sense of not being argumentative but being able to debate yeah um and certain some people don't have that and i don't know if richard sherman could be able to like bite his tongue the way uh shannon used to i agree yeah i don't think richard sherman he's just kind of and he's kind of i don't think he's ready he tried to do the thursday night games on prime um he was on some of the nfl network stuff but i feel like he still isn't good in front of the camera i feel like he's still kind of stuttery um again he's going to be you can hear it in his voice that he gets really emotional but it's an interesting choice i don't know if it's going to be him and a uh, third guest and the third guest rotates we'll um, see it, it sorry go ahead go ahead i don't know i just don't know what the format's going to be but i just don't know if it's going to be richard sherman it's a weird choice for it to be sometimes but i feel like it may be all the time with a third guest that rotates um well and i hope it doesn't tarnish rachel nichols's spot where she has to basically like constantly talk these fools down instead of like because i used to love what she did on the jump right she Mm. used to kind of like have her shit but like now i don't really want her to have to step into a uh a molly mediating type of place and hey i fucks with molly uh yeah but i feel like rachel nichols when it comes to basketball she is very very like knowledgeable yeah, and I'm excited to see it. August 28th, first take, or excuse me, Undisputed is back on FS1. Um, the slot is, is the been... Weezy song gonna be better? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I, I, this last one is really catchy, but there's a you know, with Lil Wayne, there's always opportunity for something to be better because everything he makes is better than the last. Well, a lot of the time it's big stuff, but let's see. We'll see. I'm excited to see it again. It's August 28th, but speaking of what, what was I gonna say, um. Mm-hmm. Speaking of while we're in the NBA real quick, no, let's not go to that one yet quite yet. Sabrina Inescu, let's talk about her really quickly here. Um, I'm really a big fan personally, uh, Sabrina Inescu. Uh, 
if you didn't know, she played for Oregon, um, big star, young protege, came up under Kobe, um, really big. They worked together a lot, and it was kind of like uh, really big in the news, um, this girl kind of coming up, um, getting mentored by Kobe, one of the girls who's supposed to bring the light back to women's basketball that was going to uh, mentor Gigi and help her kind of ingratiate into um, women's basketball and kind of like change the game. Um, but now she's finally breaking out of her shell in the WNBA, New York Liberty. The first year she got hurt, they shared her ankle, uh, wasn't really able to contribute. Second year she came out uh, and was able to show little flashes, but Liberty were really bad. Um, this year they got Brianna Stewart. And now she's just all-star this year, all-star game, killing the three-point contest. A uh, record, like what, 27 out of 29 shots or whatever? Something like oh, that. yeah, yeah. She broke Steph in them record too. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, she made she only missed like two shots in the whole oh, three point baller. contest. Yeah, and now she's like putting up thirty five, thirty seven, um, eight threes in a game. Like you know, she's starting to uh, come into her own. Um, she has a shoe coming out. Uh, well, I think it already came out. I don't know, but the first signature shoe that I'm the about first. to get. Yeah, it's coming out September first. Yep. Um, new Nike shoe. Um, I don't know exactly what it's called, but I'm calling them the Sabrinas. I'm for sure gonna get me a pair. Have you seen them? I know you've seen them. I like them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I so I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I really like both colorways. Um, the white one is really hard, but I do like the the my favorite color is purple. So I like mm. that. There's like a purple tint in the yeah. other one as well. A little Kobe uh, tribute. Yeah, yeah, but I do like. So she based. I was watching like an interview and a couple funny things. She basically didn't tell her family that she got a signature shoe deal yet. Mm-hmm. Um. So well, she might have told them now, but like through the process, she didn't let them know and whatnot. So I'm like, that's funny because I would have told my family. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah. Um. But what she also said is design wise, she uh, she went with the swoosh going upwards um because it meant like for her that like breaking through barriers right mm-hmm. like doing something new mm-hmm. so i was like that's a cool little like representation of like trying to do something different hell yeah i'm about to give me a size 13 and a half in women's for show put them on these feet you know what i'm saying represent oregon nice and well you know what i'm saying oregon is representing represented in the WNBA pretty nice so hi uh, draft uh, picks that we got and sent into the NBA. Doing pretty well. One of them got my, you know, cleared my slip today. So yeah, we out here. I want those two, but then I want the Kobe. I want the Co- the white Kobe's Oh, too, yeah, they, yeah. They coming out. I think they're coming out uh, August 8th of 2024, though. So they come out next year. So 8-8-24. The Halos? Yeah. Yeah. So those are raw. Those are fucking raw. I mean, miss out on the GGs, so I really hope I do get my hands on those. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know what else they're doing? Eight eight twenty four or no 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 the eight pronto they come out the twenty third. Oh, the twenty fourth is a statue. Yes, that's what that's I was what say. it was. So eight eight twenty four is going to be the new statue that they're doing for Kobe, Gigi, and all of the uh, the people who passed in the. Uh, helicopter crash gotcha 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 i feel that and i guess uh vanessa bryant is like in the process of picking uh the artist right now oh 
Yeah, that's exciting. In that case, then, shoot, I am down to try to get those shoes. Hopefully, I can win. Yeah, the 23rd. Yeah, just want to freaking... And look out, they're supposed to be... Uh... They're supposed to be restocking the Gigi's sometime soon too. Okay, that's for sure. But but see, that's that was one thing I was talking about. Like I I wonder how easily available the the Halos are gonna be. You're not at all, bro. But see, that's what I don't like about it is all the Mambasita gear and shit, like all of that stuff when it first dropped, bro. Like you could barely get your hands on it, and. I hate that they're like sending everything to like celebrities and shit. Yep, you know what sure. I'm saying? So Kobe, knowing Kobe, Kobe's like, nah, man, you're not gonna send hundreds of stuff to celebrities and whatnot. Like, give those to my fans and people that like would go to the store and buy them. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I yeah. feel like Kobe always prided himself on having his shoes and like his stuff like heavily accessible. Yeah, um, and they were always were. They always were. But now that he now, passed away, it's just over for it. Yeah. It's over for it. Real quickly, um, in a minute or less, we have to go to commercial break here really quickly. That new AD contract, $62 million a year, 186 overall. How do you feel about that? Uh, just another Dak situation in, in, in <laughs> basketball. I just picked the greatest. I just picked the best teams to follow right i got yeah. dak i got ad i got oh man just come on <laughs> um yeah i don't know it's it it's a tough one um i think they were kind of strong-armed into it because we didn't really know what else to do at at this moment and getting getting that to Hopefully, I I guess they're giving him money to hopefully be like, all right, bro, now's your time. Yeah, like, you don't have to worry about stuff. You just need to ball out and do what Anthony Davis needs to do. Yeah, right. Like we have all this young talent. Well, look, you got LeBron, and now we got a bunch of young talent around you, mm-hmm. and we have years to build. So, like, if you can't get it done, it it it's over for you. Yeah. Like, One second, though. One second, not to cut you off. Get this commercial break real quick, and we'll get right back to it. See how you feel about this, AD man. We need you to step it up. But it was the best of bias podcast. It's Sunday, AK. Oh, AK. You're not AK. You're Demo. Demo's in the house. Um, it's your it's your boy like Del Nero. We'll be right back. It's the best of bias podcast again on a Sunday. Hey, stay cool. It's hot out there. Stay hydrated. We'll be right back. It's your boy. Yeah. And we back. It's the best of bias podcast. Your boy like the other We got Damo in the building. He was talking AD in the new contract. Uh, you want to finish up that point real quick before you move on? Uh, um, I just really hope he wants. I just hope he proves it. I just just prove to be here, please. Yeah, That's I was all talking. I, want. I was talking to John. Um, it's like you know, all you really got to do is work hard four games. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, you know. Just play like, just show up like you want to play basketball every yeah. day. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and you're so dominant. You only have to show. You only have to show work hard against like four teams: Philadelphia, the Nuggets, 
Uh, maybe the Timberwolves sometimes, but that's the only team that should be able to stop you from doing anything relatively of what you should be doing, what you showed in the playoffs. You should have those numbers constantly, easily, yeah. without... There should, yeah, there should just be no reason why you just, like, disappear for games at a time. Like, yeah. nah. Like, nah, nah. You're way too good. You get make way too much money. And you're way too big and athletic for that. And you see what all these other big men of his caliber are doing, dropping 40-point triple-doubles, and you've seen him do that shit. He can do it, and that alone helps the team so much. Every team doesn't have a big that can do what he can do. He should be feasting. To be honest, yeah, like I see the 40-point triple-doubles and this and that. Bro, I would be cool with 27, 10, and like six. Just (laughs) average that. No, 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 because like if he just – if he just – if he can be consistent and give us that with all the other pieces can handle it. Right. Yeah. Like all it takes is all right. You know, just like LeBron, like, wait, you know, he going to give you like 28 in eight or like 26 and six, you know, like, like that's going to be LeBron, right. You can count on that, mm-hmm. but AD like he'll disappear on you. Yeah, and like, you can't, when you're AD, there should be no reason you don't have you should have minimum seven boards a game. Oh yeah. Ten. Minimum. I I I I wanted to say that, but yeah. I, I'm like, bro, you can not hustle and get seven boards a game. There should be no reason your numbers are in like fours or anything. You also should never like you should never you should have ten points at the line minimum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at that's, least three blocks. Yeah, right. And like that's that's an easy 20, right? Like if you can't easily drop 20, you know you got 10 at the line and you're gonna easily make fucking five buckets, right? Yeah. Like yeah. It, it just show up. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing about it. It's like, bro, show up, put up those numbers, and then disappear. Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? It, all right, AD ain't the fourth quarter player once he averages whatever. Like, all right, cool. We can handle that, right? Like, fuck it. All right, just do whatever. But, like, the fact, like, it hurts us when AD can just not show up. Like, yeah, nah, that's not okay. Yeah, and I think that money hopefully gets in, puts a battery in his back and lets but him the, know but that. The, but the money didn't put a battery in Dax's back. I know, but I'm hoping for this guy. He knows, you know, it's L.A. Then these people, like LeBron's leaving. Like, you have to be the next person that takes over for the Lakers. Once he does transition, you have to be the leader of these men, that these young guys that we're paying now to be Lakers in the future. So we have to see. We have to see. And this is the, you know, it's not a long That's extension. That's right upside, too. Like, yeah, you exactly. Know Austin Reeves, Rui, uh, like... Vincent's good. You got a bunch of young guys. Cam Reddish on the squad. You guys just yep, got yep. so a bunch of young guys that will follow AD if he can just be that leader. He doesn't have to be the vocal leader. Just go out there and perform, and that'll lead the men and not actually not put a lot of pressure on these young boys' back. You know, Austin Reeves can 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 ease into his play rather than everybody expect him to do so much because he brings so much less. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Um, we're talking a little bit uh, while we're in the NBA subject. We saw a meme which had a team of Steph Curry, uh, I think it was Kevin Durant, Giannis, Sha- Shaq, and Michael Jordan. 
Um, I and we were saying, what five would you put together to potentially beat that dream team uh, of players on that side? Uh, what do you think? Um, if you have a five together out there, listeners, if you have a five that you guys think can bat with our five, what do you think? But uh, Demo, drop what those do you think? in the comments right exactly, there for exactly. sure. A little thought uh, exercise. Yeah, no, that'll be a fun little uh debate in the comments. Uh, yeah. Do you do you already have your five thought out right now? Uh, pretty much. I mean, okay, you go first. That, you go first. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, let's see, who's not on there that should be on LeBron, of course. All right, so, all right. So no, I, all right. I, I I have my like, I have my five. I think. Yeah. Uh, so, so my five is gonna be built to like basically go up against this five. Yeah. So they their five is obviously Steph is running point. Mm-hmm. MJ Michael's two right yeah. two guard mm-hmm. KD's three mm-hmm. Giannis is four Shaq is five okay mm-hmm. so I'm gonna start with my five because that's pretty easy for me I am going to pick wow no nah, I'm gonna pick Kareem Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as my five to go up against Shaq mm-hmm. um now I'm gonna go for my point guard. I'm gonna go from five to one. See, this is where it gets tricky for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. My point guard is gonna be uh Magic, Magic Johnson. Um, but so Magic is going to guard. Damn. Oh, Magic is gonna guard KD. Mm-hmm. Um and then so now for so I got Magic and Kareem, then uh LeBron. Uh, hold on, who was my five? I had I had a for sure for sure five four. So LeBron is in there. Um he's gonna be guarding Giannis. Magic um Come on now, didn't I, I? I I sent this to the group. I guess I don't have it. Thought I did, huh? Um, Thought so I, I got did, I got a little some. I, I got a little yeah, some. Yeah, you, you um, it. so point guard, I probably combat that. I definitely would. You probably use Magic Johnson for that. Uh, shooting guard, uh, probably gonna definitely use Kobe Bryant. Uh, oh, Kobe. That's I'm wearing the nigga's jersey, my guy. Yeah, and then yeah. uh small forward for sure is gonna be LeBron. At four, this is where I would probably we have who they have Giannis at the four. Fuck it, we'll go Tim Duncan, and then five will just do uh Kareem. Or uh, yeah, uh no, not Kareem. Uh, Hakeem. Hakeem oh, on Shaq. Hakeem on Shaq. Ooh, that's that's an interesting. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let him rumble. Hakeem on Shaq, and then uh the four I do Tim Duncan on uh Giannis. And then we'll do uh, KD on LeBron, and then Kobe battle out with MJ, and let you know Steph is gonna have to struggle struggle with Magic. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna say Yari. Uh, Tim Tim's gonna have a little. Tim's gonna have a tough time with Giannis. That's fine, but Giannis, yeah, shit. But, I think Tim got some defense. An, yeah, yeah. He he's got defense. I just think Giannis is a lot faster, like up and down. You know what I'm saying? So. That's where I look and see like Steph, MJ, KD, Giannis, and Shaq. Like they, they're they have they have size, but they can move. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Shaq 
we're, it matters what Shaq we're talking about. It, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you can you can score all you want to, but you're not stopping Hakeem uh, Hakeem from getting to the Dream Shake. You're not stopping oh, Tim Duncan sure. from getting to his spots. Giannis can be the best defensive player in the world, but big fundamental gonna get to his spots. You know, what yeah, saying? Yeah. off the glass on your ass. So no, I'm just talking about winded wise. Oh yeah, uh, it's fine. We you can try to run. You can try to run. We got LeBron out there. We got LeBron and the Kobe out there to try to get a little run going and and Magic too. Magic stopping shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, what y'all think y'all five is? Put it down in the bottom if you can compete with our five. You know what? Uh, what's your five just to get it down down in stone for the people? My five. So we got running point is gonna be Magic Johnson. We got my two guard is gonna be Kobe. Um, my three guard right now is uh, we're gonna leave that in the air. My four guard, uh, four is LeBron, five is Kareem, and then my three guard is gonna be. I'm going to go with my original, and I'm going Prime Clay because I need a lockdown defender. Okay, and Prime Clay over, over Prime Kawhi? So so that was who I was thinking, right? Like, I, I was like, all right, Kawhi, he could be a lockdown defender, and he can get his own shot, but I like Clay's, like, fit style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Clay is straight about basketball. He is, like... I'm I'm willing to work for the team. He when Clay was gonna like when Clay was in his prime, he was locked down. Yeah. Like he would lock down your best player. Um and he this fool is this fool is money just like Steph. Yeah, I agree. Um I agree. Pretty up there. And and yeah, you know, he got catch and shoot, like he got a little dribble. The one thing he he can't like create his own bucket. But when you got like basically when you got Magic and LeBron acting as point guard, he don't really have to create his own. Exactly. Bucket, you know yep. Just play defense, stand in the corner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. That's that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Five on five versus that little dream five. That we I'm should sure. we should uh put those fives like our fives up against those and uh, run like a couple simulations. Two K like, simulators. 2K. That'd be epic. That'd be epic. Right. Fuck yeah, for sure. See who wins. That'd be dope. Um, let's get into some of this pop culture moving out of sports here. Uh, let's start with the Alabama brawl a video going around uh, Alabama in some kind of boating area, some docks. I guess there's a ferry trying to park and bring some passengers back. But these people had a boat docked in the area where they weren't supposed to be. Um, we had a security guard guard go down the track and try to like tell the guys uh, the Moved the boat because the ferry was coming in, but the guys, these white guys, weren't listening to the black security guard, and it got really racial out there. It's definitely Alabama. Um, you know, they're probably saying a whole bunch of words to the security guard, and the security guard is just trying to do his job to bring the boat in. So after a while, the conversation got a little more heated after the guys wouldn't move the boat. Uh, we see, um, you know, hands being thrown. First, we famously see the black security guard throw up his hat, hit it with the Bobby Schmurter. Um, and that was the, the ultimate sign of, okay, something's about to go down. Um, we see one of the white guys, you know, throw a punch at the black dude. Um, and they kind of tussle, go to the floor. And in that case, you see a whole bunch of other white guys come out of the back and kind of start jumping on the black security guy, security guard. 
And then at that point, we see a whole bunch of bystanders are watching and filming and um, black bystanders are seeing what's going on. And they're noticing a whole bunch of white guys jump on this black guy. So they come out of nowhere from all angles to help defend the security guard. And it's an all out brawl. Um, swims from the boat yes to help his homie that's yeah. that dedication yeah he's the yeah. first he might be the first black guy ever to swim to a fight <laughs> and it's crazy yeah because i know he's gonna be hella mad when he actually gets over there he'll be all like, wet fuck. Yeah, exactly he didn't even think about his phone <laughs> tired he said he fuck like, this yeah I'm gonna go help him because he's probably. It was a lot was, longer than he thought. Yeah, his mom was on the boat. You gonna help him? Gonna help him? Should I? Should I help? Should I help? Yeah, go, go, yeah. go, go! He jumped in the water. You better but, hope you get that. You got so when you, I know like for a fact when you are if you're like not the best best swimmer, right? Um, and if you're swimming like distances, if you're jumping off something, make sure to get the best like dive jump as possible and that's you are swimming yeah well you're swimming far places because man i was in hawaii um man shout out to hawaii yeah we'll talk uh, about that a little bit yeah but man i almost drowned uh on black rock bro and i had to make sure like on my way back i was like when i dive and jump i have to jump as far as i can because the beach is so far right now yeah and it's like you think the ocean water is so much different like than swimming in the pool and you get so tired so quickly when you're like battling waves and shit it, yeah, yeah it, and he's jumped in a murky ass river like what the fuck you don't know what's down there you know what i'm saying what if you jumped right into some debris and just got fucked up Hey, I lost him in the altercation too. Like yeah. all I remember is him just uh in the water. He got probably got out hella tired, just like fuck, all right. I don't even know yeah. if I'm gonna fight anymore. Just sat down. Push somebody, just sat down. Yeah. It was crazy though, just seeing everybody get involved. Chairs, you know, famously were getting really famous in social media right now because this man was swinging a chair like motherfucking Excalibur, smacked the lady on the top of the dome like a fucking whack-a-mole. It was yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy. Cops are going out there. Uh, ho- luckily, nobody was shot because the cops did have weapons drawn. Excuse me. We're, and people are just fighting, just just throwing shit, you know. But you know, what I'm saying, you know, it's not olden times. Supposedly, there are white supremacists saying some shit to this guy, and they started jumping on him. So luckily, there's people around to actually help him in the situation. You never know yeah. how left it could have went if he just, you know, nobody actually was sitting there and uh, watching it, filming it, or even helping. Most of the time, people just film and don't help in the first place so luckily uh you know there's people there to help and luckily it went down like this though need to be careful because this thing is really glorified um and if people in alabama trying to get some get back um they possibly can um because you start getting shit racially motivated and people in that you know south down there don't play with that shit though they'll yeah, go hard it's, it's crazy little like little fun fact about that whole situation i was reading something and Basically, that area was uh, like that little canal water area was used back in the day for like slave trade. Mm. So that was like a major port for bringing slaves in and out of Alabama. Um, and they were like basically sold right on that market. Oh, shit. Uh, or in the market area. Um, so it's like, you know, weird type of like significance yeah. yeah yeah um 
But yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's tough when the whole racial stuff gets like really gets down into like situations like that because I feel like now you got when you're just like fighting in like a spur of the moment type of thing, there's like, all right, there's a certain type of anger. But then now when you have like this, when you like bring race into it, right? There might be this person who's been wanting to just, like, get some anger and issues out because of, like, racial issues and things that they've, like, held in the past that they didn't act on and shit. You know what I'm saying? It it, it creates this different level of, all right, there's a little bit more to just, all right, we fighting now, we beefing. Like, nah, this is, like, history. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what's behind it, shoot. Too many times they sit back and watch shit happen. So they're like, okay, now it's time to actually act. And I mean, it's good to see and it's bad to see at the same time because one, you don't want to see violence all the time. But at the same time, we do want to see us black people stick up for each other and not just let shit go by the wayside. Though we don't know exactly what words were said as far as moving the boat, who used what kind of aggressive tone first. Nothing like that. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't put your hands on anybody. And of course, you shouldn't start jumping somebody. Alcohol was involved, so, you know, bad decisions were probably made. But we can laugh about it now, but I'm hoping, you know, nothing further comes from it. Just people just know how to act better in the future. And but I got to, sorry, um, I have a, a a little tidbit on uh-huh. that. Uh, what do you, have you heard uh, Jason Aldean's, like, new song? called? Oh, yeah, Try That Try in Our that Town. In- We'll try that in a small town, right? And so I I was just wondering, like, your your thoughts on what do you think he kind of meant or was portraying about, like, what he was thinking about? Yeah, I don't know if the song came out before this or it came out after. It came came out before. Yeah. Because I I saw, uh, what's his name? Ooh, I saw Joe Budden talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I was I watched that episode as well. Um, I don't really know exactly. I, I think that's I think it's weird. I don't know if he was kind of saying that in 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 you know relation to stuff that was going on socially. I don't know if he's just talking shit, talking about like I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he meant by that if he didn't mean it racially, right? Like, yeah, you know like, I mean? So so like that was my rant. Like what's been happening that would have made him like bring this out like right like what's been happening to make him want to drop this song or you know like what's what's behind it because like i i agree with joe budden in them because they were saying like shit a lot of that stuff bro black people don't do yeah we don't spit in cop's face because we know cops might shoot us like we ain't we don't even have flags to go burn in the street (laughs) so like do it right and so joe budden had a point it's like man the shit that they talk about like bro i don't know like who who are we talking about in this uh in this song because that's what i want to get down to the bottom of exactly exactly good question there because i don't know at all but I also who, don't know. who should try that in a small town? Exactly. Who you talking to, uh-huh. Mr. Jason Aldean? Uh, you better keep talking <laughs> about your, you better keep talking about your trackers and shit. Um, For real. Tory Lanez though, 
recently sentenced Ugh. to 10 years in jail for the happenings of the Megan Stallion situation. Um, we were hearing, you know, the verdict or his sentencing was getting pushed back getting pushed back and pushed back. We heard that he was trying to appeal and try to get out of jail and stuff like that and bring new evidence to life for the case. But um, it looks like the jury has decided that um, for his actions in the case, that he deserves 10 years in jail. What do you feel about that verdict there? Oh, man, I am so, like, I'm so upset. I, I'm really upset because I feel like the whole... uh the whole like trial stuff was was very unfair um and and it was just yeah there was just a lot of like gray areas and sticky like random weird shit going on um and i i really don't like the fact that Meg the stallion blatantly lied twice and like changed her story and like this was this was known right mm-hmm. and when you're talking about a case all you have to it all it is is uh deniable plausibility or whatever mm-hmm. um but see what I don't like now is when you're talking about a jury so you have these 10 random people for this amount of time, you cannot keep these people away from being um, pushed in social directions. Yeah, influenced by the media. Yes, exactly. So no matter what, like your jury is going to be influenced on their social media, on what these pages are saying. Like it's, it's never going to be this like fair trial type of thing when you are basically just being influenced by everything else that's out there. Right. So now it's a campaign on let's see who can influence the best. Exactly. Yep. It kind of (laughs) became a smear campaign. And, and I feel like, I feel like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's was not like that. I feel like it was publicized, but there was no, like there was no this or that it was just kind of like the facts coming out in a sense um but this whole like tory versus meg thing it was hella this and back and forth and what really happened oh she said this but then changed her story like now he said this but then she had this but they didn't really have it like so it was a bunch of this and that so like when you have a jury now trying to make a decision off of something like that, I think it's, it's just very unfair because it's, it, there's no way to not be influenced by what's out there. I feel it. Let me just say right now, say when we got dual cameras, dual cameras, I just feel like 10 years is very excessive to give toy lanes in this case, for sure. Um, Me personally, I feel like people that have killed people haven't gotten 10 years for stuff that they've done. Um, Again, the case was kind of sporadic with the evidence. Um, People are still trying to insinuate her best friend for actually shooting uh, Meg the Stallion and it wasn't Tory Lanez. I'm not sure why that evidence didn't come out. Firstly, if that was actually the case, to me, it's kind of weird how you can give somebody 10 years when the evidence doesn't point directly to him being the person who shot her. Um, If he did it, I get it. 
I feel like if he did shoot her, I still feel like he still shouldn't have 10 years. If that makes any sense, there is sympathy there. Don't get me wrong. I'm sympathetic of what happened. But 10 years of excessive. Henry Ruggs from the Raiders just got arrested, or didn't just got arrested, just got sentenced for his doings in that driving 160 miles on Rainbow Road out there in Vegas, killing a lady and her dog. And he only got like three or four years, three to 10. But for Tory Lanez to get definitely 10 years for his involvement in this situation, it's kind of weird how Meg Thee Stallion kind of wrote letters to the judge and the jury saying how she couldn't have any, she hasn't had any peace since that day it happened. And you twerking on Instagram. Like, come on, shut that shit down. Like, that that makes me mad too. Yeah. And to kind of further to to help influence the jury and the judge to give this man 10 years is kind of excessive. That's my opinion. Um, it's you know real it's real it seems real like jealousy haterish yeah like yeah, what the whole night what the whole night seemed like right mm-hmm. so the whole night arose from what meg getting jealous and upset over tory and look what happened it feels right. like now she's over here trying to Instead of trying to move past the situation, she's over here just trying to make his life miserable. Yeah, and that, that's like, je- yep. Well, and that, but that's like vendettiveness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not you trying to move on from a traumatic event. That's just you trying, like, you're upset at a person. Being so vindictive. To, yeah, you exactly. Know what I'm so, um, yeah, I think that's really crazy. I don't know. I, I personally thought, I think Meg the Stallion should be like, hey, 10 years is a little excessive to the judge, you know. And I'm also looking at Tory Lanez's lawyers for them and not deported. Doing it. Yeah, and that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. He's yeah. got to serve 10 years here and get deported. It's a lot of conspiracy behind it. Um, Her being with Rock Nation, him turning down a Rock Nation deal, supposedly him being an independent artist, artist is who is showing other artists how to make money independently while he was doing his, like, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what was the thing? His radio quarantine radio thing oh, where he yeah, had hella yeah. people on. And then after that, he was having people buy his album for a certain amount, like a dollar and shit like that. And he had a million buy- people buy the album for a dollar, made a million dollars in like a couple of minutes. And he was just doing stuff out there like that. So people thought that was also a conspiracy that the industry was out there trying to get him. And with this situation, they kind of did get him in a situation. Um, and me personally, I would hope that Meg the Stallion would kind of try to move on from the situation, kind of change her image a little bit. But she's kind of still doing the same stuff. All that really happened, she started dating uh, Romelu Lukaku and 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 got lost a little weight but she's still out there shaking ass and still i just i'm just wondering do we have the same rule for snitching for female rappers as we do for male rappers well there's no rule for male rappers anymore so they're definitely not going to be any for female rappers unless it's female rappers doing it to each other (laughs) well Um, i mean i don't know i i feel like the gunner situation is a little different um so in gunner's case like not to get like too deep into it but like young thug has still showed support to gunna like from yeah. inside and shit so what i'm thinking is yes gunna told right gunna said that ysl is blah blah blah, blah right but what I think is Gunna's lawyers and Young Thug's lawyers knew the case, 
knew had who had told who said what and basically had an agreement like hey people have already said this so gonna saying it isn't isn't like it's detrimental to the case yes yes right it's it's like one out of 15 people who have already took the plea deal type of thing so it and that's where i feel like that's that was calculated snitching as in a sense of like six nine was like nah like i'm not he he full-blown snitched yeah and that's why i feel like gonna wasn't canceled as bad right like he well obviously he wasn't canceled because his shit's selling so yeah but <clears throat> but i feel like there was something like that going on behind the scenes yeah. of an agreement people kind of yeah. knew what the case was and yeah. shit like that but for Meg, I think it's not really snitching because she, I don't know, it's just kind of taboo to shoot a woman in the first place. So for, especially in rap game, so I don't know if the same rules apply here in a situation like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Prayers out to Tory Lanez and hope, you know, that time goes by fast for, you know, and hopefully he gets out good behavior and time served and he just gets like two or three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let's five talk- was was what it should have been, I feel like. For that, let's talk a little bit. You want to talk a little bit about? Mm, let's talk about a little, a uh, little Tay real quick. Um, little Tay, we were going to talk about her being, you know, passing away. Um, but I guess she's not only the biggest capper in the world in social media history. Uh, she is one of the first people to fake her death on social media. Her and her brother were supposedly had passed away, but um, they were popped on social media soon after to clear that up and say they were still alive and somebody hacked their account and said that they were dead when they really weren't. Neither one of them, not the brother or or Lil Tay. How do you feel man, about that? Man, it's sad the world we live in to where now, like, news like that can basically just... We just have to go through so many depths and, like, of trying to see if things are real. Mm-hmm. It's especially with AI now. Like, people are faking... People are taking pictures, and I'm probably about to do this as well, (laughs) but people are taking their image and like a bunch of selfies or whatever and putting it into an AI and having like the AI create like business versions of them and their picture that Mm -hmm. is like AI spruced up that it like, it looks like you, but it's not really you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's just crazy, like doing little stuff like that. It's it's just a world of difference, but yeah. but it also makes it to where at a point we're just gonna have to. We don't know how we're gonna vet if like a video is real, if a person's real. If yeah, this aliens is real. are real. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Even if they are, I don't know if we believe because all these prank videos and all these cloud chasing videos are put out to try to get people famous, get them 15 minutes of fame. And it's going to make, you know, not only are we seeing murders and shit on social media, like making us hell like desensitized to that kind of stuff, uh, stuff that's really happening out there. We're never going to know if it's real because people are faking shit just to get famous. Um, I only want to give her a hell of time because that's what she wants, the cloud. I don't know if she really Supposed got hacked. Of, yeah, yeah, allegedly she was hacked, but, but on to the next. Like, yeah, we'll let, we'll let her be nobody like she was. Yeah, exactly. She Go back to hiding out. Whoa, because yeah. everybody thought. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody, for 
trying to uh, give that clout or give any worry to try to figure out the situation, her dad being abusive, this, this, and that. Yeah, anyways, we'll talk about that when more stories come out. But before we get to this next commercial break, I want to talk about Maui. Um, the Maui fires, um, you know, out there in Hawaii, the island's on fire. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people struggling. Um, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Uh, what's going down? I saw you had like a GoFundMe donation page on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty easy uh like page. All you have to do is uh click the little link. It's on my story. Um, and you can like kind of just go through uh and donate however much you want. Um, my mom has also got like we're putting together a bunch of different like stuff to donate for that. Um, so I'm sure you can drop like some donation places in the bio um for people to reach out and stuff but but yeah man it's crazy it's sad uh the one of like my favorite places to go um in go big Maui, boy um was Lahaina we were actually just there and uh where we stayed like the area it burned down and stuff Damn. um yeah it's crazy it was like the coolest little town and you know like people like the those type of places they really like make their living on the tourism and uh like their little you know family-owned businesses and that type of shit is just detrimental bro. it was a wildfire that started the fires too so uh i don't know what caused it but what made it bad was that there was a hurricane hella far off of the the like coast mm -hmm. and that is what made like the winds hella high and okay. so yeah 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 so basically it blew from hella far um into and like people were trying to like run to the the beach to escape it and shit and that's stuff. wild oh yeah i saw videos on twitter of the island on fire um they didn't really show people on fire but there was people on fire they said out there um saw little dog, homeless dogs walking around um they lost their owners it was just a disaster everywhere you looked it reminded me of the uh fires from out there in chico and the uh the paradise fires and stuff like that when people were driving through trying to drive out of there and it was just fire everywhere and she was just on fire and you couldn't really see anything it just looked like hell from left to right. Just everything burning, smoke everywhere. Um, Santa Cruz fires too out yeah. there um, in Bonnie Dunes area. Uh, the same thing happened. It's just crazy. Yeah, you can't do shit with fire. Once that shit gets out of control, it's like you just have to have nature take its course. You can do what you can do, but it's like you can't really stop it once it gets going. Like I've seen that shit from the on the Paradise Fire. You saw that shit uh, coming down. We were in Chico, and the air quality was so bad, and like like six hundreds and shit. And bro, so I got an invention idea. I feel like why couldn't we make a all right? So you know, like what comes out of a fire extinguisher, right? Yeah. Why couldn't we make like a bomb type of thing that was like a ball or whatever? And you basically drop it and it detonates and imagine it just like foams up. Yeah, everywhere a, in the area. Few, yeah, yeah, right. And so now you're like, basically, if you drop a couple of them, you can literally like foam up this fire resistant type of something with these like bombs right instead of trying because like bro dropping the water and like dropping yeah. the, that that 
It ain't doing that. Exactly. Right. exactly. I, I mean, yes, but like, come on now. We don't have, we've made the atomic bomb and we don't have some like scientist that can make something like in a science class, they'd be pouring little glasses and stuff and it'd be like foaming and fizzing out. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can't yeah. make some fire resistant stuff that like. Unless it's all done by a weather machine doing, being done intentionally for population control. I don't know. Yeah, conspiracy. Exactly right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting back into the conspiracy bag, but. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be something that they should come up with, especially seeing how many wildfires in the last couple of years have been devastating areas. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. That's just like one of my biggest fears, especially when you're on an island. You can't really do anything. You can't really go anywhere unless you have a fucking boat. Goddamn, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you're fucking stuck in that one area. Um, but yeah, prayers out to all the families out there. Um, if you can help, go ahead and hit that link on Damo's page. We'll get you uh, set up with that towards the end where they can find that donation page at. Um, you know what I'm saying? They give so much to people going out there to visit. Um, now at the time that everybody that visits there for leisure gives back to somebody or them who are really in need in this time. Um, but we're uh, last commercial break here. Um, we have cinema corner. Then we'll get you guys out of here. Um, we have uh, Marvel um, FX team, union, a visual effects team, union, I can't even say the word, unionizing for the first time. Um, we have special ops Linus to talk about, and we have Hijack, show from Apple Plus. The finale just happened, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well before we get y'all up out of here. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Loki season two trailer. I don't think we talked about that as uh, at all. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that in Cinema Corner when we come back as well, just to close it all out. But it's the Best of Bias podcast. It's Sunday. Damo's in the building. Like Del Dinero's always in the building. Thank you guys for being here. We'll be right back. And we are back. Last commercial break there for you guys. Best of bias family. But you know, we're not getting out of here without hitting you guys with a cinema corner. Cinema corner. We always got some cinema for you. Either TV shows, uh, movie news, something to talk about for y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or a review or something. So we're getting there right now. Let's start with the Marvel visual effects team uh, unionizing and getting together to try to create a union for the first time. Um trying to get benefits and help get payment raises and, you know, more so close to kind of asking for the stuff the writers and the actors are asking for, but they haven't really been, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they haven't really been noticed for like their needs, you know what I'm saying? The act writers and actors were able to voice those, but visual effects, especially in Marvel are a big deal. Um, they Huge. pretty much make or break the movie, um, especially with all the CGI and just the animation and the shit, the sci-fi shit they're trying to do. Um, I know you're kind of, you're definitely in that field. Um, so I definitely want to see how you feel about this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Are you, you think they should unionize? Do you think it's a good thing for them to try to push for? Yeah, I, I mean, I think for them, yeah, I, it's definitely good. I think we're in the era of... Uh, basically everybody trying to figure out where they're going to fit in in this next like wave of technology ai um in the way we start doing things yeah. um and i think vis the marvel visual effects them trying to unionize it almost is like 
them trying to protect themselves from like the strikes and stuff kind of what's happening right now mm-hmm. in a sense of if they were to strike and they aren't unionized and don't have somebody else like got their back whatnot then a lot of people just it, it they might not be able to come back from it but if they do basically like everything else the actors have a union um and it's it's just a way to protect yourselves um and i do think like visual effects and artists like that it's it's hard because it's so big yeah um you can have like 10 artists working on the same thing kind of type of thing yeah so where do you draw the line where do you really just it's hard it's it's hard to really well i would say maybe not because when you're talking about making a lot a lot of money yeah there should be enough money to go around yeah but all the well the business parties are always going to argue well we need this money to yeah of course make more money blah Mm -hmm. blah blah, right and so Mm -hmm. there's a fine line of like all right how can we all eat and eat more when that time comes but together yeah i read uh some shit here it says um visual effects workers are looking to unionize at marvel because they are currently getting paid on a weekly flat rate this means they don't get paid extra for overtime hours days and no protections against uh tight turnarounds and it would this would mark the first time visual effects professionals have banded together to demand the same rights wages protections and professional watchdog oversights enjoyed by workers in almost every other segment of entertainment industry so uh yeah they're looking uh trying to you know because i mean i i feel like pretty much they don't get as much notoriety notoriety as they should nobody really sits and reads all the names at the end of the credits you know what i mean everybody else's names are big and bold at the beginning of the movie um you see all that recognition you may get the the leader of your group's name put out there but individual recognition is not really there so at least pay them give them benefits like that like you care about them you know what i'm saying Um, yeah yeah and i mean and and that's the thing like a lot of times not everybody's asking for this huge paycheck they're just asking to feel like they're not they're valued yeah they just want to be valued for what they do because like you were saying well and people don't realize that a lot of vfx artists it so people think of like oh visual effects like green screen this and that but like there's so much other stuff that um comes down to visual effects and rotoscoping like the title sequences credits like literally like color people can change the colors of your outfit without having to change the color of your outfit Mm. so if they want a different shade of red or a blue somebody's got to go in and recorrect all of that like color and somebody you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of it's not just these like oh big fight scenes because like i feel like people think of visual effects as like those right like the big fight scenes or or certain cgis and stuff like that but 
it in reality there's so much that goes into it um that it's like like you said it's just it's almost as important but it's visual effects so if they want to they can go find somebody to do it from their not their home but like you know what i'm saying in that's the hard thing about it it's it's a very competitive industry and so when you have a lot of people who are looking to get into it the people who are already into it it's hard to like really show their or like really get their worth you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i feel it um all power to them again i support all the strikers the writers the actors and even the of course the vfx guys gals um because all of them are all important and i yeah i feel like they're being devalued and the, the industry out there has some money to give just they're not asking for the moon and the stars they're just asking for a little piece of the pie so do what you can you know what i'm saying yeah that's, that needs to end too yeah movies being delayed that we've already been waiting super long for i'm not Angry. i'm not excited about it's, that. it's not a good thing but there's a show that we are watching right now um something i want you to talk about a little bit uh special ops linus zoe's uh zaldana um new show out on paramount plus um let you talk a little bit about the show man i I really like it well one i'm a big fan of hers Mm -hmm. um yeah ever since so like i probably fell in love with colombiana Mm -hmm. um action wise right i mean obviously i like her as gamora and she's cool and like avatar but colombiana was like i really like seeing her as her you know Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like special ops lioness kind of gives a little bit of that like badass feel for sure. Yeah. Um, and I love how I love the like the story behind it. Um they they have like a good series on their hands, I feel like, because of like what they can do, different operatives, different stories to tell of like different women that mm-hmm. are close to these people and you know what i'm saying uh in different countries and things like that so yeah seems like I a think- tough job um basically if you guys haven't seen it uh best of by family it's about uh pretty much zoe zaldana's character trains uh operatives and i don't know if it's cia or what exactly field so, yeah they're cia CIA. yeah so basically train women to go in and get close to these targets that they're trying to infiltrate and get these terrorists. Um, they train these women to infiltrate and get close to the wives and stuff and just get in with the families and the sooner just feed them intel from the inside out to help the CIA kind of get these guys. Um, and they show what it takes for these women to get in there and be tough enough and how they test them to see if they can take or have what it takes to get put in high pressure situations in these terroristic situations. And it's pretty epic. The stuff that they do to some of these girls in this show, uh, especially the main girl that they're training in the show. It's epic. And episode one is brutal. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> Yeah, she's what they bit... have to do to the first girl exactly to hook you in just let you know and just sometimes it's a good I'm... show it's a really good show yeah but i feel it though you got to make sure they're not able to break um if they are getting in because your neck you not only your neck on the line sometimes you go on these ops that actually the government can't know about so you know you can't have them out there just leaking information or 
just at the side of danger or the side of pain or just one experience with pain, just give up all the, you know, give up all the bacon and just give up yeah. the ops and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. interesting show. Go check it out. Don't want to give up too much. Um, I think episode four or five are out right now. Comes four. out on I think four. five. I'm not sure what day it drops. I think yeah, it drops like on Sundays. Oh, Sunday. I don't know. Hopefully. Maybe Sunday. I, I be checking randomly and I just like, yeah. oh it's there. Yeah, but I know for sure I just got uh honey into it, but I know yeah. for sure it uh it's only at four because I checked today. The last episode she, when she found out the news at the bar, I'm like, whoa. That shit was epic. Oh, about yeah. the daughter. Mm, yeah, yeah, bro. Crazy. Yeah. No, that yeah, no, nah, that is the daughter said something. This doesn't really have too much relevance, I guess, but the daughter said something about did anybody ask me if I wanted to come into this world? So I'm gonna do what I want. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, is that really how millennials think right yeah, now? Yeah, that'd be because terrible. like do, okay, what was your answer gonna be if I asked you? Yeah. Yeah. You would swim. You know what I'm saying? You nothing. Yeah. I I did ask you. You didn't say nothing. You didn't speak up. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but, know. It's it's wow. it's interesting. Yeah, teenagers, man. I couldn't imagine having one nowadays, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, go check it out. Go check out Lioness. Let's talk a little bit about this Loki season two trailer. Ooh. Um, we saw some shit in this. Um, I saw I watched a little review video as well from Heavy Spoilers. Um, just to kind of get a grasp of what's going on in season two. We see Loki kind of time jumping around. He doesn't really have control of where he's you know, staying at because you know he's getting ripped through time here and there. Um, we see Mobius is back, of course. Um, we see also Sylvie. Um, she's trying to. It seems like she's trying to get ingratiated back into regular life. She's like a McDonald's worker. In yeah. the uh it's kind of interesting. Um, we do see I forgot what that that agent's name is, the black lady that uh helped him escape oh, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, He's gonna be about. a main star. Um, but I'm interested yeah. to see what's going on. Um, if they're gonna really tie Kang into this, um, we get to see what's going on or what why Loki is kind of jumping around and he can't control it. Um, is he gonna have to um kill different versions of himself around time, even though he's they've already kind of tried to do that? Um, but I don't know. Uh, what do you, you think, think is going to happen in season think two? Kang's going to help Loki figure out why he's jumping like that. I think they go to him, an early version of him that you know, the one that was in at the end of Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. I think they go in the, when they're sitting in the audience, and they meet they're him. Timely. Yeah, and they're going to try to figure out why. Um, I think in the comics they uh, had him create like robots or something back in the day when Victor Timely was out there and he created a bunch of robots and tried to take over the world type shit and created yeah, King yeah. the Conqueror supplementally but I think in this version uh, I think I mean if you watch the heavy spoilers video they said maybe Victor Timely is creating the early version of the little um, neck thing that mm, takes you forward and back in time um, because you know the little thing that she was using on Loki to make him every time he tried to run away he would come back Oh, a little yes, time yes, jump yes, type yes. thing. Uh-huh. So um, there is theorizing that maybe he, that's an early version of him creating that. Um, okay. They're going to see what they can do to help him stop jumping in time. But of course, Kang is a bad guy. So and, uh, Loki kind of knows it already. But I don't know if Mobius necessarily knows it because remember when he um, went back at the end of the show, Mobius didn't really know who Loki was or yeah, where he was yeah. from, what division he was from. 
So I think Loki may have to try to help Mobius kind of remember hella shit as well. Well, I'm I'm un, I'm interested to see how they're going to play on like in the very beginning they showed that there was the Kang statue in the TVA. Yeah. So they're going to have to explain like I think that's when you know when uh, Loki stabbed the wall and the thing faded out and the Kang statue was in the background. Yeah. I think that's when he's going to be trying to convince Mobius that Kang that's, is actually okay. or he who yeah, remains yeah. is in control. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And he hits the wall and he sees a statue on the outside. And yeah, it, maybe that's a time loop or something. And I think on also heavy spoilers again, it showed that the TVA, like the remember the three guys that Sylvie cuts off one of the heads? Yeah. It showed that one of the heads were on the floor. So maybe yeah, he yeah. actually goes back in time, shows Mobius actually that these things are fake, cuts off the head, uh, okay. stabs the wall. This is all fake. This is what we need to do. Kang is, you know what I'm saying? Kang yeah, is yeah. real. And we need to, you know, figure it out. Exactly. Figure that shit out because he obviously is coming back to do some shit. Uh, definitely. When does that drop again? I want to say October 30th. Okay. I want to say that. And Marvel's comes out September. Yeah, it comes out really soon. Really, really soon. In like a mid September ish. Um, but they said that Marvel's is going to be a direct November 10th. No, November 10th. Okay. It's supposed to be a direct uh, follow up to uh, uh, Secret Invasion. The Marvels is. So, okay. yeah. So, it's supposed to be a direct follow up. So, I guess you need to watch that to see what is supposed to happen in, in conclusion yeah. of the last episode of Secret Invasion, which is not getting too much right. of a good rating on, C- on uh, Rotten Tomatoes right now. I think it's like at an 8% or some bullshit, which is crazy. Um, but finally here, before we get out of here, I know you watched Hijack. Um, oh, finale just, mm-hmm. uh, happened a couple of weeks ago, maybe, maybe last week. how did you feel yeah. about the finality, uh, finality, finale in regards to how you like the show in general? Did you like how it ended? You think it ended too fast? I know there's been some. Yeah, it was a little abrupt. Um, I would have liked if, I know they did like a mini series, but. I would have liked if they ended it to where he got like a government contract to where now he has to like mediate super high profile situations or something. And so like that could be a season two, right? But yeah. But but yeah, I mean overall it was a really good show. I thought um I don't know, I I I have an interesting like feel about like mini series, right? It's like it's hard because when you get attached to them, it's like, okay, well, I came into this as a series, but it's like a movie kind of. Feel, yeah. So it's a one-off type of deal. Yeah. I liked Hijack, but then I thought after the last episode leading to the finale, it just didn't kind of live up. Like after the lady shot the pilot in the head and went in the cockpit and shut it down, I thought it was like, oh, what the fuck's about to happen? Shit's yeah. about to go down now. And I thought she was pretty much, I mean, my, I theorized that she was actually involved from the guy. And first of all, what the fuck happened to those guys that got out of jail? Like, they didn't say that they caught them or anything. They just got out of jail and just roaming free right now? Yeah, I mean... First of just, all... Well, one one killed the other one, remember? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... And then I forgot what happened to the other one. There was just, yeah, they never really went back to him. Yeah. Because you were like, okay, if you don't do this, the lady that was, took over the plane, like, we're going to kill your family. Like, you're a fail-safe. If you don't keep driving the plane or do whatever you're supposed to do, crash it in London, then we're yeah. going to kill your family within 
Oh, it took like five seconds of convincing. Uh, I like... think they got. I think they got them there trying to dip out on the plane or something. Okay, so they caught them. I'm gonna say they didn't even wrap yeah, that think shit they up. Caught them again. Yeah. I guess we'll have to watch it. But yes, it wasn't as so the the finale was not as good as the show. Yeah, it's like pretty much they wrapped everything up, and then for him to go back on the plane and have the little standoff situation with the main guy, yeah, the kind of the zip tie. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why are we even in that this situation? How do you get out of the zip ties? Come on, this is kind of anti. I'm acting yeah. and stupid. Oh, I forgot my phone. Let me go back and get my phone. Yeah, like, just, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, we just happened to forget the one main bad guy. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's it's wild. And I don't know. It it was cool, man. I, I thought it would be long. I mean, I don't know if it was need to be longer. It was about eight episodes or so. But um, yeah. I really stretched it out, man. They really stretched it out. Each one just kind of built up and built up and built up. But sometimes, I mean, that's what happens. It's had to be like a British. Uh, production or something yeah yeah and then they turn to one yeah a festival or something yes yeah, that's what's going to happen with a lot of tv shows right now it's like they're all gonna come from like korea or asia or fucking canada or the uk because they don't have the same strike rules for the sag and the writers aren't on strike out there so and uh a24 oh, wow. that movie studio they're not on strike either because they're not part of the but anyways yeah, yeah hijack was cool apple plus they have a bunch of good shows over there um i watched severance already i watched the show after party on apple plus ted lasso i've watched um i've watched a bunch of stuff a bunch of series on there check them out and they're doing their thing a bunch of actors i just started that one with tom holland uh that series where he's supposedly no he's not oh i don't know actually but uh supposedly at the beginning of the the first episode supposedly he was getting ready to shoot somebody um his landlord for something that he did um, but he didn't shoot him, him and his girl. He was with his girl, and his girl wanted him to shoot this guy, and he didn't do it. The girl took the gun, shot that dude, shot him in the arm, but it was in hella public place. So the, everybody was like, hella scared, police came, but she didn't get the dude. Um, just so happens, the police catch uh, Tom Holland, who didn't shoot the gun. Um, they go to his house, arrest him, because the girl that was with him that chased after the dude, nobody knows where she is, and she's missing now. Same and shit. Yeah, and they think that Tom Holland that. killed her and killed don't her. Tell she me got... too much. Don't tell okay. me too much. I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, I've seen the first episode. I haven't really, okay, okay. I haven't really yeah. seen much of it. But that that's it. in the description. Like he's accused okay. of some crazy ass crime, and he gets to go to jail for it. And they try to figure out if he did it or not. That's the description of the show. Um, I didn't really see anything. I don't even know the details of the crime that happened. I just oh, know that okay. something happened, and they arrested Tom Holland for it. And he's trying to prove that he didn't do it, mm. in a sense. But it's a thriller, and he's. This is actually the movie he said that. He has to take a break from acting to do because he was so in character that yeah, it was it causing is. him mental shit yeah, that he had yeah. to take a break. So Damn, this, this is a, it is thriller. It's like you see a part of Tom Holland. It's like, fuck, he looks kind of like fucking one of these cult guys. He's like kind of creepy looking, but he's supposed to be a good guy. So okay. check it out if you haven't seen it. any music or anything you want to plug before we get out of here. Anything you listen to uh, watching? I like that. I like that new DJ Khaled song. OK. Uh, what is it called? It's supposed to be love or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah no i definitely like the little sample um i like i really like the mixture of low baby future and low uzi on there Mm -hmm. i feel like they all complement each other's style very well nice yep um but yeah other than that i mean trippy red's album it was it was a lot vibier than i thought Mm -hmm. it's like a love letter to you five or something like that so it's not like normal party rock tri- uh, trippy. It's like 
kind of like he he got a little like drizzy type of singing on the track okay so got would, some fire on there yeah no he's got bryson tiller he's got well louisi on one um but he's got a couple other people roddy rich on one so he's got he's got some cool tracks nice nice for sure yeah me personally i'm not listening to anything new i'm still kind of listening to the utopia album travis scott shit i'm still kind of trying to vibe with it a couple songs on there i like um uh reese laflair just dropped diva four with dj drama pretty epic little album i've been listening to him a lot kind of like underground artists uh pretty good pretty good stuff um netflix that movie a new gal gadot movie just came out uh i think it's called heart of stone um pretty epic um but that's pretty much it um let's i'll let you guys get out here on this sunday we're at the end of the podcast where i like to let them know where they can find you at any projects you go uh you have going on anywhere they can find you just let the people know um you can find me on instagram at the demo lee underscore pov um and yeah look out for uh shirley's temple episodes we got we got uh Gata from Dave. Uh-huh. If anybody watched that out there, and then uh, we got Lil Zan, uh, aka Diego. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys know. Uh, you might know who he is. So watch out for those. We got those dropping and stuff. So those were our latest guests and whatnot. And other than that, um, I might be hitting y'all with some new content, some fun, random random like celeb footage and stuff that i just got sitting and shit so nice definitely look out for that hell yeah hell yeah look out for that again one more time for the instagram one more time all right it's uh the damo lee underscore pov i think yep that's it there we go hell yeah and you know what your boy's name is sac underscore light down instagram patrick underscore light down the snapchat best of bias if you're looking for us on instagram best of bias type it in you'll find us there youtube same deal like subscribe share tell your friends about us man aka working hard on the videos just got a new computer so we out here taking it to the next level trying to keep it uh, keep it going if you're trying to be in the pod to the next level eh? you know what i'm saying if you're trying to be in the pod hit us up on any of those platforms we're looking for guests all the time you know what i'm saying um we're always willing to have you know bring debates to the circle bring your biases to the table um me demo aka we'll have chelsea's coming on soon she has to be on um, she was supposed to be on this week, but I got to push that back. Um, but yeah, more, more, the more, the merrier, the more perspectives, the merrier. So Topics. I'm trying to get a whole bunch. Yeah, exactly. Topics. We got the anime tournament, me, uh, AKA and Deshaun. Uh, I'm going to put a whole bunch of animes in a March Madness style tournament, uh, kind of battle it out. Uh, all three of us are going to vote and we're going to see which one's going to move on down to one ultimate battle. We're going to try to do that with a whole bunch of different categories of the best of bias, just keeping the content fresh and just having different stuff out there for you to do. But that'll be soon. Very, very soon. We're getting the contestants together for you. Um, I know we got like a, we're going to try to do a round of 16. A Marvel uh, superhero one. Yeah, we'll get that going. All kind of rappers, songs. We'll try to get all that shit. Um, get different guests on for those different episodes. So content just building on top of each other. We got a whole bunch of ideas brewing. Um, the art, um, the best of bias media. We're more than a podcast. We're a merch gang as well. Like I say, uh, we have hats, dad hats, bucket hats, uh, t-shirts and all that shit as well available. And we still trying to get into the comics. We're trying to get our own comic books together. If you have ideas for storylines for characters, uh, we have artists. We're trying to put a whole bunch of stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Storybooks, TV shows, 
the sky's the limit for Best of Bias Media, but right now, shh, don't tell nobody. But hey, enjoy your Sunday. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Uh, Damo, you have anything to say to the people before we get up out of here? No. Have a good day. Uh, if y'all trying to get your asses whooped in anything online, uh, it's, uh, it's, what is it, SAC Lydell 22 on the PlayStation. That's my PSN. Hit me up. If you're trying okay. to run some Call of Duty, hit Mine's me up, Warzone. It's the, the Damo Lee underscore POV. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I need to get my streaming going again. I think so. So we can get you can see us running some uh some war zone. We out here getting dubs. Me and uh me and Paul, we were playing ranked today on Big Map. Got a ranked Ooh, W. Okay. That's it. Okay. That was the first of a kind. You know what I'm saying? See us out here, hit us up, add us online if you're trying to play some games. First but yeah. of all, I was trying to hop on. Y'all was out there playing duos without me. Oh, yeah, today? No, yesterday. Oh yeah, we well, were no. Running. I hopped on your guys's, f- and when you were playing all four of you guys, oh last night, and we with we, uh, John and uh, D. Yeah, we won. Actually, won a game. Uh, me, Paul, and I think John last night. But we actually got some W's today. But yeah, man, I should have got that W on that last one, yeah. man. That would have been crazy. Up. Yeah, clutched up. I mean, yeah, it'll happen though. Yeah, add us on oh, there. Gosh. New Madden, new 2Ks are coming out, so you can hit me up on there. I'll play y'all on that, too. So, listeners, I love y'all. Thank y'all for Sorry it's a couple of days late, but we got it. You got the pot out here, a.k.a. Do Your Thing. We have a bunch of clips in the videos as well. I don't know if you guys noticed last week we had clips with all our topics. It just popped up there. So, yeah, a lot of shit going on, a lot of good shit going on. So, hit that bell so you won't miss any new episodes, but it's the Best of Bias podcast. Where that theme song at? We got it here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's the best of, best of bias, you need to hear for, you should try us, from pop culture to the movies to unite us, it's the best of, best of bias, uh, your best of bias, yeah.